Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia Luray. Certified Lifestyle Relationship Counselor, Educator, and Motivational Speaker. Happy Friday, Whispers. I tell you, this week has blown by us. My goodness, it's always so good to be back in this room with you guys in our safe zone where we can have these dynamic discussions that are open, honest, and real. You know, I want you to join in on the conversation So call in at 516-595-8091. Once again, that's 516-595-8091. And you know, Whispers, Blog Talk Radio has done something fabulous. I tell you this each and every episode. They have opened up a live chat box. For all of you to drop your questions, your comments, if you want me to reiterate something, please drop your comments in the chat box and you know how your girl loves to monitor a good chat box. I like to say hello to my fellas that are lunching. Um, it's, it's a whole group of them because they actually took time to speak with me. We're going to talk about that in this episode as well. Um, and Whispers, let me ask you, did you get our cocktail or our mocktail of this episode? Oh, my goodness. Well, Misha, our four-time championship mixologist, she brought it with this one. She felt that this conversation needed a cocktail to withstand the conversation, and the Greyhound is all about that. It's delicious. It's refreshing. And it's a little masculine, too, but it's so good. And look, if you didn't get your cocktail or your mocktail of the episode, I'm sorry, you're missing out. So make sure that you go to uh, the link that's live in our description box and click on it. Join our VIP listing because there's also something special in there for you all as well. And make sure you get on so you can get your cocktail or your mocktail of the episode. You know, we'd like to thank our sponsor of this episode, which is Chella. They believe makeup should help you embrace your natural beauty without compromising your clean and sustainable values. Beauty, wellness, and sustainability work together. Chella, we're beauty inside and out. You know, if you use code Sonia15 at checkout, you get a discount on your whole order. Make sure you log in at www.chella.com. And that's com. Wow, this is so good. Now, are you guys ready to get into our discussion today? Are men really emotionless? It seems like I should have some sort of dramatic music. I might have to look into that. We have to look into like some dramatic music or something because that topic right there deserves like a dun dun dun. <laughs> so you know, whispers. I love to start each of our conversations off 
with a clear meaning. So this is no different. So we're going to get the definition and the meaning of emotionless. That means not showing any feelings, controlled, restrained, or aloof. Did you catch that? Did you hear what I said, what emotionless meant? It means not showing any feelings, controlled, restrained, aloof. Wow. You know, many times women feel that men are emotionless or just don't have emotions, but that is so far off from the truth. I mean, far off from the truth. Because men have real emotions and feelings, and the only differences are they are taught that it is weak to show their feelings or emotions. Did you hear what I just said? They are taught. You heard me correctly. They are taught this. It's wrong for them to emote any type of emotional reaction. So let me ask you a real question here, Whispers, and I know many of you have heard this so many times, and you may be even guilty of saying this, even yourself. You may have even heard guys say, real men don't cry. You got to man up. How many times have you heard those expressions? See, remember, I stated to you this is a mentality that is learned, and this mind-heart disconnect, sad to say, starts when men are young boys. Yes, it's true. It's unfortunate. I'll give you a prime example, and this is so true. This literally just happened. The other day, I was at the market, and there was this woman, and she had her young son with her, and he was on the front of the cart. Um, He looked like maybe he was around, I want to say like five possibly maybe six, and he was on the front of the cart, and he looked like, do I hold on with one hand? Do I lean my body over the front of it? Do How do I do this? You know, and he's trying to be there and hold on to this cart, and just as they were approaching me, pow, he falls off the front of the cart and hits that floor, and I mean it was a solid And I was like, oh, you know, my heart just sank like that. Immediately I wanted to run, oh, my goodness, and pick him up and see where he was hurting. But his mom ran around the front of the cart, and needless to say, she snatched her little boy up, brushed him off and everything, and she says, oh, you're okay, and he's crying. He's already laying there crying. Like, at first he was stunned, like, did this just happen to me? And then all of a sudden he started to cry. And then she picks him up, and she goes, oh, it's okay. And she's brushing him off. Oh, you're okay. You're fine. You're okay. You're a big boy. You're good. Did you hear what I just said, Whispers? She told her son, you're okay. You're a boy. You're just fine. She took her hand and wiped the tears off of him, and she says, oh, you're good, and plopped them back on the front of the cart. Or do you want to just get in the cart now? You want to just get in? Here, let me just put you in the cart. Okay, you're good. You're good. Here's your toy. And she kept it moving. But see, what she did instantly, she made his pain irrelevant. She made it as, you're a big boy. Big boys don't cry. This didn't hurt. You're fine. She immediately went 
the total opposite. And she was making sure that this heart-mind disconnect started. So it made me start thinking of other ways that, unfortunately, men get this disconnection. And what makes a man emotionally unavailable at times has to do with everything that are around them and how it's built out. Just like any natural phenomenal phenomenon, emotional unavailability in men can be caused by natural factors. And those natural factors can be just poor role models. And unfortunately, the role model that this young little boy had was his mom, and his mom immediately told him he was fine, he was okay, you're a big boy. And so men's behaviors, um, essentially the social aspect that entails communication skills, are greatly influenced by the people they look up to as their role model. And many times their fathers, their fathers are like, oh, you're strong, you're tough, you're this. And this fosters the same destructive characteristics that led to this role model becoming emotionally unavailable themselves, making them these he-men in the eyes of these young boys that turn into grown men, that turn into emotionally supposed disconnected people. Then the other part of it is that society itself dictates things too. See, men are viewed to be powerful, strong, unapproachable individuals. Even as a small boy, he's expected not to cry over any small issue because crying is for girls. And you see that if a little girl falls down, they immediately pick, oh, honey, let me see, where is it? Are you okay? Oh, this is terrible. But that doesn't happen for our boys. So in turn, remember, heart, mind, disconnect. Then we have those situations, unfortunately, that there's a traumatic encounter or an experience in their lives that causes that imbalance of emotional feeling, causes the disconnect in there because it's too painful to bring those thoughts and those memories back to heart and to mind. And then we have the undeserving response to emotions. You know, that the society expects men to be, you know, the problem solvers. The moms expect the sons to be the strong protectors of their little sisters and of the house. The dads expect them to be strong, play football, get knocked down, get back up. It's okay, you're fine, keep it moving. But eventually we have to tap in or it's totally that they're tapped out. But this still does not mean that men are emotionless. Not at all. So, see whispers, when men show their emotions and feelings, they are considered soft or not received well. And they are told to man up, basically meaning that they need to be brave or tough it out, just deal with it. And when I sat with the, these group of men um, that we had a great laugh, we, did, we had a good laugh, we had a great discussion, But, you know, I thought it was so interesting because a lot of them had stated at times they wish they could open about their feelings and emotions, but it didn't feel natural or they thought they would be judged 
as unmanly. Isn't that mind-blowing? Like, I really was like, what? When they said that, they was like, yeah, I'm telling you. You know, like, if you, you kind of, like, sometimes want to just be in your feelings, like, feel that for a minute. But if you do, you know, guys looking at you like, yo, man, you soft. You, you just soft. And, he, and it makes a, a guy feel like they're unmanly. But that's not the case at all. And how can showing your feelings equal to being unmanly? That's what I wanted to know. And it started, it, you know, I started really taking a deeper approach to the conversation and into this topic. And I saw some habits with, by, with men that, are, that help them to not be able to break that, that trend or that situation. And you know what? I got so many notes here. You're going to hear some papers flipping because um, I took some great notes from the discussion with the guys. I went back in and I did some research as far as it goes from the standpoint of psychology and all for on my end of the table and all, and what is openly and what is freely given or seems to be more caring or excel or whatever in this topic as well. Um, did you realize that men that are more tapped into their feelings, though, it's easier for them to show empathy towards others. And where men that are void of emotion, they're not able to express themselves, seem to have a problem with commitment, intimate, deep, meaningful relationships, and they have higher levels of anxiety and have more tendency to show aggression. Part of what makes us human is our ability to feel and healthy process our emotions. You know, um, with that being said, it made me really think like, you know, when we think about these things and think about how the emotions are brought forward, like it said that, you know, aggression, like guys look like, you know, they can show anger and it's acceptable and it's fine. But did you know this? Now, let me share something with you that I also found out too that is so true. Now, I'm going to tell you guys a little something that many of you who know me know this to be true, but many who don't know me will probably be surprised by it. I am a person who, um, as a woman, I am not overly emotional at all. As a matter of fact, I'm going to make you guys laugh that, you know, with all the situations that has happened within this last couple of months, you know, a lot of emotions were running high in me, and I had to kind of tap in and be like, whoa, wait a minute, pause a second. Because I'm not that kind of person. I'm kind of really chill, laid back, and I'm not like that. Um, the guys call me the best uh, female male friend they've ever had. <laughs> and so, like, these guys always say that, you know, it's the best of both worlds because I'm not that kind of emotional person. But did you know that it is considered taboo for a woman to show anger? Isn't that incredible? Yes, it's true. It is taboo for a woman to show anger. It's looked at as if we are, like, not feminine, as if we um, are emoting some kind of attitude or an aggressive way, that we, we are just one of these type of people that have issues. That's not the case at all. The prime example was um, we were talking, and some of us, you know, we're – we're in the same line of business and we do business outside of things and we have certain things that we go to and we're kind of bidding for certain jobs or whatever. Um, because like I told you all, I've been in the industry for a little over 20 years. 
so they always say that, you know, it's always great when we come in, and but, you know, there's a certain atmosphere and a certain level that we come in at. And they always say, you know, it's always a little unnerving sometimes when I come in because they always feel like, uh-oh, the water just got a little dangerous because one of the largest sharks just entered into the pool. And they all nicknamed me a great white. And it's so funny because I didn't know this up until, like, we started having this discussion. And it was incredible. And then they told me that, you know, it kind of gave them a pivot and a shift at a way of how they look at women. That women are not these emotional beings that are running on high adrenaline of emotion, but we are real deep thinkers and strong business people, which is that's how it should be. But in turn, we have our male counterparts that if they even show emotions or any kind of feeling, they're looked at as being weak. Why? Why? That's not fair. It's, it's strictly not fair. You know why? It's because it's a double standard. It's a learned double standard. Starts from childhood. Starts being inbred into these things. So it started making me think, like, how can we help our guys to tap into their vulnerability or emotional side? So you may want to take some notes or you can pin mark this episode and come back and listen to it because these elements are what's needed to help sometimes and help pivot because that's the thing. We have to pivot. We have to be willing to shift and change because if you're not willing to shift and change, and even you guys, if you're not willing to do this, eventually you're going to get stagnant and it's going to take too much of an emotional drain on your partner. And it's a physical, real thing. It affects people with anxiety, high blood pressure, depression. More people are known to be alcoholics that deal with people that are emotionless. And that's that's a different kind of animal. So how do we tap into this and how do we help our guys to learn more about being vulnerable? So here's step number one. Guys, you have to be honest about the way you're feeling. And you have to be honest about how you're feeling in order to, you know, really put it in the right perspective. And you're not going to get it right automatically. So don't think like all of a sudden you're going to just, boom, the clock's going to go off and you're going to get this right and you're going to start just talking about your feelings and emoting certain things. Because, fellas, let me tell you something. Because you haven't experienced this and you're not used to it, it is going to be odd. It is going to be awkward. It is going to be uncomfortable. But sometimes you have to come out of your comfort zone to have success. Number two is that you have to find a therapeutic hobby. Prime example of that is this. I had a client, and he was suffering with depression. But as we started working together, I noticed that as he was talking to me, he would kind of light up and he would speak about these long walks that he would take with his dog and how it just would make him feel so comforted and open and He was just able to connect with his feelings and emotions as he was walking his dog. And his dog is 
with his friend, and he's like, you know, this dog is great. He's, he'll he'll chase anything. He'll get anything. You know, take him to the lake. He's, he jumps in the lake after the stick. But it brought him that kind of joy. And it called, brought him that kind of moment where he could recenter and focus again. And that's the same thing that a therapeutic hobby does for you fellas. Find something that can help you recenter to help you focus mind, heart, and body, and to channel those emotions in a healthy way. You may even want to take a notebook with you that when you're starting to feel or realize certain things, like, hey, wait a minute, what about this or that? You can write it down and reexamine it. And then as you spend time with your partner or your mate, you can start talking about certain things. And doing these things will help you to do number three, placing words to action. Learning to put your words to what you are feeling often, it helps to even brainstorm, bring forth different things and different items into your life that your mate can connect with you with. And if you find it hard just to sit down and have like one of those like heart-to-heart conversations, because that may not be your thing, you may even find that that is like lighthearted when you guys are doing something that you both enjoy. Maybe you guys like to cook together, and you guys are in that kitchen cooking and laughing, and lo and behold, you bring up some, yo, let me tell you, man, I was kind of like a little upset because of such and such that happened, and I don't really know if I really handled that right because, see, my, my feeling of this was this. Your mate is going to be blown away that you're opening up to them in that way because you're delivering your emotions and your feelings in a way. And it doesn't mean that you got to stand there and be bawling, crying, because that's not who you are, not what you're about. But even if you do cry, you're, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing that shows weakness in that. That is normal. And that's something that we have to realize, that that is normal. That happens. We have heartache. Everybody goes through heartache. Everybody goes through sadness. And there's nothing wrong. But when we suppress that so much and so often is when it becomes a detriment. So we got to be kind of balanced with our feelings, with our emotions. And fellas, you know, it's not. It's not something you're going to, you know, going to be, be like, oh, yeah, today I'm going to just emote. <laughs> That's just not going to happen. So now that you have those few little elements there, How can we as people that love you and care about you also help you? How can we help you? So I started thinking about this, and I think one of the simplest ways to help a person sometimes is just simply ask a person, like, ask your guy, you know, how do you feel about this? Notice that question, how do you feel about this? Not how are you with this or how are you doing How do you feel, which is an open, different end of a dialogue and a conversation? Because, see, we're tapping in on your feelings. We're tapping in on your emotions now. And the other thing is that never, and I stress never, judge your guy's emotions. If and when your partner opens up to you, don't make it weird. Please don't make it weird. Don't make it like, what, and pass out on the floor or act like, you're, you're, why are you telling me this? Oh, my goodness. Hold on. Let me put this on the calendar. Don't make it weird. 
please don't make it weird. Listen openly. And sometimes it just means listening. It does not mean to say anything. It does not mean to do anything. And vice versa, fellas, it's the same way with your ladies that are strong, that have maybe issues of showing emotion the same. It does not mean that they want you to fix it. They may want you to hear and hearing and listening it to what they're saying will help them in the way that they're going to show the emotions and feelings that they have. And the last thing is don't push them. Don't push for it, meaning when you try to force your partner or your mate to touch on their emotions just by, you know, firing back or keep pressing them for every little thing or, well, why don't you share your feelings? Why don't you tell me this? Or what? Pause. Get yourself to pause. Because, see, now you're putting your emotions out there that are becoming larger than what that person can really deal with. So it's a give and take, and that's what we're looking to do is give and take. You know, I want you all to realize that men have very different ways of expressing themselves. And sometimes the way that they express themselves is not always through words but through their body language. The way that they kind of are standing there or how they hold themselves or whatever are certain things that you have to take notice of. And I'm going to give you some of those as your takeaways as well. But I wanted to say that I wanted to bring one other thing up about emotional unavailability because there's there's something that you have to also realize with that too. Um, I want to define what emotional availability is and does it mean the same as emotional ignorance? And no, it does not. So emotionally, emotionally unavailable people do not even realize their emotional state or status. And regardless of whether they are ignorant or intelligent, among the things they know and recognize is that they are right, they are fine, and they need attention. That is the difference there. So don't misconstrue that at all. And the other thing is this, is that you don't need to misunderstand emotional support and being emotionally disengaged because your mate may not show his emotions as far as that goes, but he can be emotionally supportive of you where he sits down, he hears you, he may touch the small of your back or just to, you know, give you the comfort that you need because he's plugged in and realizes what you need as that partner. So what are your takeaways from this conversation? Well, first and foremost, I have to tell you, if you're struggling with tapping into your emotions, I want to work with you. I want to help you to break down the barriers to identify what it is that is keeping you from being able to do that. And feel free to, you know, uh, click the link that's in the description box, or you can always email me at information at lapazimageconsultants.com, and we can book book a session. But the takeaways that I want to give you today and what are so important are this. Pay attention to your mate's body language. Guys do show how they feel even when they don't say it out loud. 
um, do something fun together, meaning do something fun together like cooking that will bring forth a conversation naturally, not forced and not weird or awkward. Um, Step out of your comfort zone, guys. Don't be afraid to step out a little bit. It's almost like that same thing of leaping and taking that first step. If you don't leap, you'll never succeed. And last, being stoic isn't always a great quality because no island is strong alone. So those are your takeaways from this discussion. This has been a dynamic, dynamic discussion today. And I really enjoyed it. I thank the guys in the Zoom room and for even, like, taking the time to speak with me to express their feelings, their thoughts, um, how they felt about even remotely tapping into even something so deep like this to share with me in such an open forum was great. And so I do appreciate it so much. And, you know, I love for you all to come and get social with me. So I'm on social media. You can find me on Instagram at www.instagram.com slash whispersinabottle underscore podcast. You can also find me on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash whisperinabottle. And listen, you are definitely going to want to be back here next week because our discussion is going to be hot. We are speaking on to prenup or not to prenup. That is the question. All right, guys. My name is Sonia Luray. Thank you for tuning in to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, certified lifestyle, relationship counselor, educator, and motivational speaker. And as always, I'm hoping that you all have a safe weekend, be healthy, and also open up those lines of communication, guys. All right, until next week, I'll talk to you then. All right, take care. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.